Today on Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Ballmer, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne in Melbourne, Florida. Giving God control of our lives. Now, God, you can have this part, and you can have this. That's mine. See, as long as I fear giving God control of my life, He will never take it. I have to submit it to Him. Well, if I do that, I'm going to have to stop dating that person. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to be different at work. I'm going to have to be a different husband and wife. Yes. I'm going to have to be bold. I'm going to have to care for people like Jesus. Yes. I'm going to have to impact my world. Yes. Well, I really don't want to do that. I understand. That's my nature. We hear a lot of talk about the Holy Spirit, but do we know what it really means to be filled with the Holy Spirit? The key comparison is to be drunk with wine. There's only one way to get drunk. You get drunk by being filled with alcohol until the amount that you consume has you under its influence. This is not a casual drink. This is in excess to where you become drunk. Paul says we should have the same insatiable appetite for the guidance and fellowship of the Holy Spirit that a person does that chooses to get drunk on wine. We are continue to drink in the Holy Spirit. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now let's join Pastor Mark in the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 31, with our continuing study entitled, Fill Up. What have you seen through your life recently that was supernatural? See, Peter says, you're not going to shut me up. What I see happening, not me, the power of God, you're not going to shut me up. So they beat them, and then Peter and John go back to the church. And go down to, all the way down to the end of the chapter, and I want you to go all the way to Acts 4.31. And watch what happens. They meet together. So you guys here in Melbourne, you be the church. And Sebastian, you be the church. And you guys in Vera, you be the church. And Peter and John comes back. And they explain what had just happened. They got beat. And they go, thank you, God, for the chance to present your name. And thank you for the chance even to be beaten. Amazingly. And then look at this verse. Peter and John. Look what it says. One of the first three words. After they prayed. Well, what did they pray? In the verses before that, look at me, here's what they prayed. God, fill us with boldness. Help us not to be quiet and not to move down. Just continue to fill us with boldness. Now, when you're in a restaurant and you finish your cup of coffee, you're at Starbucks, you want to walk back up and get another Starbucks, you just show them your car. What what are you going to have to do? You have to what for it? You have to ask for it. Does that make sense? What is praying? It's asking. So all they're saying is, God, We're asking for a refill. Fill us up. We we need more boldness. We're going to face lots of new opportunities. You say, well, Pastor Mark, how often do you have to ask for a refill? Many times. Because we're facing all kinds of things that we need. I do it daily, and every time I teach, I do it often during the week. So you just ask for a refill. In the store in America, it's free. In Europe, you're not going to ask because it's expensive. How about 
free refills of the Spirit. Does it cost us anything? Yeah, it costs us one thing, asking, because it's free. Well, what happens? Look at this. After they asked, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting, get ready, this room is going to shake just like a Disney thing. Get ready. The place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all, how many? They were all what? Filled with what? The Holy Spirit, and they went crazy, and they spun with their heads on the bottom like a top, and they ran through the place screaming and howling. Is that what it says? What does it say? And they what? They spoke the word of God. How? Boldly. Now, why filled again? What's up with that? Because there's an important principle as you go through it. It's very simple. What is this spirit-controlled living? Under his influence, spirit-controlled living is a lifestyle that is continually renewed and refreshed. See, what we discover that when I'm baptized in the Spirit and then I'm filled with the Spirit, it's not an event that stays forever in my life. It needs to be attended to. It needs to be to the point where I'm continually being refilled and refreshed. One of the dangers in the church is people who say they were filled with the Spirit and they put a date to it. Man, God filled me. He used me back in 73. 2007. Could I say it like this? Man, I know I was under the control of the Spirit in October. Well, that's cool. I appreciate that. But we're not in October. So let's turn to Ephesians chapter 5 and see what Paul says about this. Remember, the norm for every Christ follower is to be Spirit-filled. It's the norm. It's not an exception. And it's going to be requiring many, many refills. Now, when you get to Ephesians 5, let me ask you a question. Scoot down to verse 16. Look at me. Let me ask you a question. How how many of you would like to know the will of God for your life? Let, Let me see your hand. Like everybody. You're going to see the will of God right here. Watch this. Paul says like this. Making the most of every opportunity. In other words, time is important. Because the the days are evil. Therefore, don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Now, what is he saying there? He's saying exactly what we learned the last few weeks. Many weeks ago, we started with this. Wise up. What Paul is saying is simply this. God's wisdom is not my wisdom. I, I don't have the wisdom to do. Don't lean to my own understanding. In all my ways, acknowledge him. So the will of God, what God wants for my life, how to do life, it is not found in me. So I have to wise up and realize that God has a plan. He, he can tell me how my life is to be directed. So how does that work? Well, the next thing we learned is if I acknowledge I need wisdom, I have to listen because Asking God for direction in my life, God's going to speak to me. Primarily, he's going to speak to me what? Through the word of God. So if I want to know how to live in life, he's going to speak to me. I I can't do life on my own. I don't have that wisdom. God knows things I don't know. He has a view that I don't have. 
So we ask God, and in his word, number one reason, number one way, he tells us, here's the will of God for you. And then, of course, we also hear from inner promptings that we talked about and many others. But now watch what's going to happen. So look at me. My life can't be lived without God. By the way, those of you that aren't saved today, it isn't going to ever work for you. So I need God's wisdom. Uh, And to get God's wisdom, I have to ask and listen. Then he gives it to me. And the next thing you're going to say, you're going to see what the will of God is specifically in this case. Watch verse 18. Here we discover the will of God for every Christian. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, here's the will of God, be filled with the Spirit. Now that word means this, be constantly being filled with with the Spirit. You see, this filling of the Holy Spirit is not a one-time event that we live off of the rest of our lives. It's a continual filling. Now, what does that really mean? Filled up means keep under the control of the Holy Spirit. So what do we see there? This verse would never be in the Bible if when you were initially filled with the Spirit, that was it. You would never see the Scripture say, Keep on being filled. Constantly be refilled. You you would never see that. And this is not any church. This is God. The Bible clearly commands every Christ follower, watch this, not just to be filled with the Spirit, but be continually filled with the Spirit. Continually come under the control of the Spirit. Now, I'm going to give you some examples of how that looks. In my life, I need God to control me in many ways. Because you'll see in a moment, if God isn't controlling me, I'm controlling me. Any of you that are married today, you know that marriage is a difficult thing. That's hard. Those of you that are trying to do life without God, it's impossible. So when I'm filled with God, what is that going to look like? Remember, I'm going to be different. Well, it's going to affect my speech. I'm not going to be tearing down people. In my marriage, I'm not going to be yelling at my wife, putting her down. And the wife isn't going out to her friends and go, you know, the lousy husband of mine. At home, hi, honey, how you doing? That isn't being filled with the Spirit. That's being filled with you. It's going to affect also my heart, my attitude. I'm not going to be this grouch. I'm going to be positive. When I get up, Christians should never say this. Thank God it's Friday. Can't stand the week. It's horrible. Can't wait to be off and do nothing. What's up with that? Every day is a blessing from the Lord. By the way, they go faster and faster. (laughs) Did you feel like we just had the tree up? How many left it up? Oh, I won't even ask. Okay. It's going to affect all my relationships. It's going to affect every one of my relationships. You're going to experience it. You're either going to be filled with the Spirit or going to be filled with you. If you're filled with you, you'll never get invited back to where you are this year. Now, let's go on to one other thing. It's going to affect my witness. What happened with Peter? Bold. What's going to happen with you? Same. So understand that that's a role that we want in our lives. Now, why do I need to be filled again and again and again? Yeah, this little gas gauge, it's in our car today. Some of you have got expensive cars, it talks to you. Mine just has a gas gauge. Now, when you see that, what is it saying? It's time to go where? It's time to go to the gas station and what? Fill up. Now, how many here wish filling up at the gas station was free refills? <laughs> so when you see that, you already know what, you use the gas and you need to fill in. 
Well, what about us spiritually? See, when you recognize that you're under your control and not really the Spirit's control, I need to fill up. Well, what does that look like? Why do I need to fill I mean, I'm not driving me. How can I be low on gas? Well, it's very simple. I want you to write this statement down. The reason I need to be filled with the Spirit continually is this, because I leak. It's like having, if you were a car, it's like there's a leak in the gas tank. Spiritual leak, what does that mean? It simply means this. We move from the Holy Spirit being control in my life, and all of a sudden, He's not in control, but you and I are in control. That's what a spiritual leak means. In other words, the reason I need to be refilled is because so easily I can go back under my own control. I want to do life my way. Now, D.L. Moody, one of the greatest evangelists in the 19th century, said when asked why he needed to be filled continually, he had this amazing statement. He said, because I leak. (laughs) Now, how many know the name Billy Graham? I want to read you Billy Graham's statement. See, if you're a Christian this morning, you were convicted and convinced by the Holy Spirit, so you accepted him. He came to live inside you. He sealed you. God, the Holy Spirit, lives in you. You were water baptized. And then you need to be filled with the Spirit of God, continually filled with the Spirit of God. That's the only lifestyle that's really norm for us. Now, when you begin watching that, listen to Billy Graham. Listen to what he says. It's exactly what we believe. Watch this. Our failure to be filled with the Spirit constitutes one of the greatest sins against the Holy Spirit. Remember, the Holy Spirit is a person. When I say to the Holy Spirit, and I just do this unconsciously, I'm doing my own thing here. I don't need you right now. That grieves the Holy Spirit. Billy Graham says, Our failure to be filled with the Spirit constitutes one of the greatest sins against the Holy Spirit. It is interesting to note that the command, all of this is from Billy Graham, the command to be filled with the Spirit actually means to be continuously filled. We are not filled once for all like a bucket. Now, Billy Graham would maybe use different terms than we use, but Billy Graham is like a Presbyterian Baptist. But the principle's identical. Now watch what he says. Instead, we are to be filled constantly. It might be translated, be filled and keep on being filled. Watch this. The greatest reason that continuous filling is necessary is because we leak, and sometimes we leak badly. That's Billy Graham. Exactly the answer to Ephesians 5.18. Why do I have to be continually submitted to God? Because we leak, and sometimes very badly. Now, here's the problem. Before I can be refilled, I have to do something. Here it is. God cannot fill us with the Holy Spirit until we're emptied of self. So sometimes, if I want God to fill me, God's going to say, well, okay, I'll be glad to. I'd like to come in your life. I'd like to take control. But you're in control. To be honest, everyone is going to be controlled by something or someone. Everyone I'm speaking to in the morning is a control freak in some way, shape, or form. Just turn to your neighbor and say, yeah, he's right, I'm a control freak. Go ahead, just, just tell him now. Now, for some of you, that's, that's conversation for marriage already. I mean, you've got a, a lot of things happening there. I, is that true? Yeah, that's true. So if I'm not filled in control by the Holy Spirit, well, then who is in control? 
my old sin nature. See, when you were saved, the Holy Spirit came to live in you. And there's always this battle in me. Galatians 5 talks about it. It's my old nature. I'm going to do my own thing. The Spirit says, no, that ain't going to work. And it's always battle. I'd like to say, I've been a Christian now more than 65 years. I'd like to say, I never have that battle again. Talk to my wife. Sure, I have it. My sin nature wants to be in control. So what does a life look like if I am in control? I'm saved. I'm sealed. I'm going to heaven. But I'm basically useless to God because I'm in control. What does that look like when I leak badly? Under my control, what am I left with? A selfish, powerless, non-impacting lifestyle. What am I to the kingdom of God? Useless. I'm entirely useless. And you'll see at the end, this is exactly what some people say has happened to the church in the United States and in England and the world. Paul speaks about it in the book of Timothy in some of his other epistles. We have the name of God, but no power of God. We go through forms and ritual, but nothing is taking place. There's no change. So I'll be selfish. If I'm selfish, who am I thinking about? I'm not thinking about you. I'm only thinking about me. And I'm going to be powerless. I don't have God's ability. My ability isn't going to do it. And I'm not going to impact anybody else. Now, look at that for a moment. And I'm going to ask you a question. Who would ever want to live that way? Not one of you would want to live. Not one of you watching me and listening to me would want to live that way. Nobody would. Why do we do it? Because we want to be in control. Watch me. Here's what we're afraid of. One reason we do that. We fear giving God control of our lives. Now, God, you can have this part and you can have this. That's mine. See, as long as I fear giving God control of my life, he will never take it. I have to submit it to him. Well, if I do that, I'm going to have to stop dating that person. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to be different at work. I'm going to have to be a different husband and wife. Yes. I'm going to have to be bold. I'm going to have to care for people like Jesus. Yes. I'm going to have to impact my world. Yes. Well, I really don't want to do that. I understand. That's my nature. We're going to take a little time to think about that. Because, well... D.O. Moody said this, there must be an emptying before there can be a filling. F.B. Meyer said, God cannot fill us if we're already filled with us. So I'm going to pray for a prayer prayer for us right now here in the service. But I want you to answer this question. This isn't for your wife or your boyfriend or girlfriend or a friend next to you. I want you to answer this very question right now. Let's just stop. Sila means stop and think about it. You say, Pastor Mark, like you're going to pray in the middle of a teaching? Absolutely. Because, see, if, if I'm not emptied of myself, I can't be filled with God. So here's the question I want to ask. Everybody, you respond to it right now. Who is in control in your life right now? Is it you or is it God? There's no in-between. Oh, yeah, there is. God's got these. He just doesn't have... No, no. Spirit-filled means spirit-filled. Either he's in control or I'm holding on to some control. And I do that because of my pride and my fear. Now, Pastor Mark, how often do I have to do that? Well, once every 10 years is probably good. 
How many think that could be something that kind of has to happen quite often, like every day, in a different way? You don't have to stop and pray. Excuse me, I'm going to pray and empty myself right now. Here you go. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. So how, how do we live uh, filled with the Spirit? Well, what kind of steps do you have to take? And you don't have to... I'm just going to give you three simple ones this morning. It's easy. When you're in a restaurant and your iced tea glass is about empty, you look at that and go like, Mm, do I want some or don't I want some? Yeah, I want some. So the first step, if you're empty and you want God to fill you, is this. You have to acknowledge your need. Some of you just realize, I'm in control more than God's in control. No wonder this isn't working too good for me. So I have to acknowledge my need. If I want a refill, I have to go like, okay, I want a refill. What's the next thing I do? If I acknowledge my IC glass needs to be filled, what do I do? I ask. Here it is. When you ask, just expect and receive. When you ask for the waitress to come and fill your glass, you can expect she's going to do what? She's going to come and fill it. In Europe, you already know it's not going to happen. And if you pay more money. So anything God commands us to do, he will do. He says, keep on being filled. That's a command. It's not a suggestion. So if I ask, he will do it. He gives what kind of refills? Free. Free refills. I love it. Why? Because it's a gift God loves to give us. And then after I have that refill, and God fills me again. By the way, it's supernatural. It's not something like, okay, I'm filled. No, no, it's something that you're doing and supernatural. He just takes care of it. He's in control. God, come. I need wisdom. I'm talking here. I'm at work. I need wisdom. I need direction. I don't need how to handle these kids. Don't know what to do with this situation. God, you know, I'm selfish. I need it. Boom. Empty me of me. Fills you instantly. It's supernatural. Your salvation happened like that. It's supernatural. Then the third thing is simply this. Live the exciting, empowered lifestyle. Now I'm filled. So I'll begin thinking about other things. I'll look for opportunities. We'll see that in a moment. We'll begin to see that God begins to minister in my life. Now, I was thinking about this. How many of you, when you, you're at a restaurant and whatever, and you've had two refills already of your Coke or, or coffee or, or iced tea or whatever, and you say to the waitress, could I have a cup to go? How many of you have done that? Come on. And so you just say, give me a cup because I want to be filled as I walk out the door. Hallelujah. That's what I'm praying for you this morning. When you walk out of the door, you'll be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit today. See, that's when we're going into all the world. That's what it's all about. It's not just to sit in the restaurant and go, hey, another latte, gingerbread latte, some more whipped cream. No, it's to go out and share it. It's to go out and share it. Good. I know where you're all going this afternoon. You're going to McDonald's and Starbucks and all the rest. Now, the purpose of the power of the Holy Spirit is to go and impact my world. That's the purpose. Now, Chuck Smith, as you know, founded Calvary Chapels. I want to read you his words. The ultimate work of the Spirit is not merely to transform and change and empower us that we might be blessed. No, his ultimate work is empowering us to serve, to become effective in bringing Jesus Christ to others. In today's message, Pastor Mark warned us about becoming empty or running low on the filling of the Holy Spirit. When we're low on the Holy Spirit, we become more focused on self and self-desires. Pastor Mark calls these times spiritual leaks. 
we move from the Holy Spirit being in control to us ourselves being in control. We must empty ourselves so that the Holy Spirit can come in and refill us. Lessons for Living is the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. The messages that you hear each day here on Lessons for Living were produced from messages that Pastor Mark shared at the main campus in Melbourne. It's our prayer that this teaching from God's Word blessed and encouraged you in your walk with Jesus Christ. Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866 877-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. When we continue next time on Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will challenge us to be scattered. God doesn't call us to come to our local church, sit in the pew and never do anything. God calls us to get out of our comfort zone and go out into the world to tell others about Jesus. When we go out, the Holy Spirit fills us and gives us the power to talk about Jesus with those who may persecute us. This takes a continual refilling. You've been listening to Lessons for Living with Pastor Mark Ballmer, Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Please join us again here on Lessons for Living, and together, let's do life right.